Hi, everyone. I'm Nikki. And I'm Brie. And we're late, late to, to the, the party. party. So, Brie, how's it going? You know, it's going pretty good. How are you doing? Good. Um, Halloween was last night. It was. As you know, we were together. We were. Yep. So yeah. what did you think of Halloween? Because I know last year we had the pandemic. Yeah. So that was a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. I don't even remember what we did. I, I don't remember if we were inside. I don't even remember. But uh, I remember <laughs> that we were so excited to just dress up because we did a couple's costume. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were Sunny and Cher. We were Sunny and Cher. And I was Cher from the 70s, like post-divorce from Sunny, and you were still in the marriage. Yeah, I was like not over you yet, I guess, in this scenario. Like Sunny was like still living in the past. Very, I got you, babe, Sunny Bono. <laughs> yeah. And I was like disco. I have the Cher show going on. <laughs> yeah, you were like, I'm fine without you. I'm good. And I was like, no, I haven't. I'm just going to grow out this mustache, you know? Yes. But no, this year was so much more fun. Yeah. We're in such a different place. Yeah. Like literally, like and physically figuratively. and figuratively. Yeah. I mean, it was very chill. It I was. Mean, it was pretty relaxing. Good time was had by all. You it know? was very like, I moved back to my hometown in the Outer Banks, so... It's very Stars Hollow. I don't know if you got that vibe last night. Just like we walked downtown. We all dressed up. Yeah. I mean, I saw the lady that was running for uh, commissioner. I thought it was mayor for a second there. But yeah, it's it's interesting just seeing the townspeople, you know? Yeah. I'm like, uh, oh, I recognize that person. I've seen their flyers, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was fun. And what were you for Halloween? I was Velma from Scooby-Doo. Kind right. of like a hipster take, you know? I dig. I dug it. I remember. I yeah. don't know. Have you seen that meme like going around Twitter? It's like a, almost a meme at this point where it's like everyone this year dressed up as a Scooby-Doo character. What? See, and I, I had no clue that was going to happen. I just said I have clothes in my closet. Like I have a skirt, a reddish skirt and an orange top and sweater. So I'm going to be Velma, you know? You weren't late to the party then. You were on <laughs> I was like trend. I was on trend. I would yes. say I was ahead. But in my mind, you know, I don't know if I really was, but for sure. And, and then what were you? I dressed up as well, my boyfriend and I, we were the camp counselors from Friday the 13th, Very you know, nice. before we got murdered by Jason. Obviously. Yeah. But, you know, I was open to busting out the Ben Nye fake blood, too. Oh, that would be really cool, actually. That would. But you know, you know what? What? Ugh, my like inner theater kid is like dying because I looked in my like makeup case, my like stage makeup case that I haven't used since since I went to theater school five years ago. Yeah, and you know what? I can do like bruises. I can um do colorful things. Yeah. like I have that color wheel. Oh, I Nick, can you should have done some bruises. Look like a man. I have like the stippling <laughs> sponge. But guess what? I did not have. What? I didn't have fake blood. Oh, you didn't even have the fake blood. No, wow. I have lots of liquid latex. I have some nasty, crusted Nikki, looking liquid no latex. excuses. That is a shame. I know. I was really disappointed because like that's my weird flex, but okay. Like yeah. for like forever, I've just been like, well, you know, I got fake blood. Yeah. Can't, can't you make some with like corn syrup and... um. Like food coloring or something like that. I mean, I don't know if we would have had that, but you know, I'm get trying crafty. To think, yeah, maybe get crafty. But that always makes me think of um, Billy in um, Scream when he like is in blood and like he licks his finger and it's like oh. cornstarch, uh huh, and whatever. So yeah, but that's a vibe. But yeah, but yeah, it was fun. We just hung out with friends. We ended up playing Catan. Yeah, it was which chill. I feel like I'm terrible at, but I really want to <laughs> get a hang of it. You know. Yeah, you know what. Ugh. it's it is what it is i'm all right yeah i mean i feel like because it is kind of randomized you never know what you're getting into so that's true i kind of like it i like don't with like board games i don't have to be like the best yeah because i get too competitive anyways which you've it seen. kind of yeah it humbles you when you uh <laughs> can't really you know what i mean because i i definitely i'm someone who really loves monopoly you know and i do get greedy so <laughs> yeah relatable but so we kind of so. digress but in the spirit of last night halloween yeah in this episode we are discussing witches, witches. um but before we dive in 
Yeah. What have we been up to lately? What, what have we been up to? is the moment? Well, I can tell you what I've been up to. Yeah? Um, I've gone on like sort of a wormhole on the interwebs. As you do. As you do. Yeah. I think it was like a video. It was like pop culture moments. We all need to know about something like along mm-hmm. those lines. And, you know, after watching a few videos, it led me to some Barbara Walters interviews. Baba Wawa. Baba Wawa. Oh, I love Barbara Walters. Yeah. I mean, I forgot how great she is and how she asked some really hard questions. <laughs> she just presses. You know what I mean? And I'm like, wow, she's kind of savage. Like, I'm kind of here for it. Totally. I like miss Barbara Walters. I mean, I know she's I still too. alive, but... I kind of, I just, I don't know. She what is was, she doing nowadays? I don't know. I just think she's old. She's just being old. I she's think she's just being old. Retired, probably. Probably. But, like, I remember her being such, like, a comforting face growing up. I yeah. think I've, like, she's just always been around. But you sent me that compilation video. Yeah. I didn't realize, I mean, like, I've always respected Baba Wawa. Right. As, like, a journalist. Sure. And just, like, a woman pioneering like in the field, you know? Yeah. But uh dang, she really says some some shit. That's what I'm saying. She really she doesn't hold back. No, not at all. No one is immune. Which I love. I love that energy. I love some chaotic energy. So, oh, yeah. So, we have some clips here. There's a few different interviews that stood out to me. If you want to play one of the clips and then let's discuss. And we'll discuss. Yeah. We'll get into it. Born to a poor French Canadian family. Sorry. I know. I'm like, oh, I know that we're just going. I do too. Celine loved to sing. By age five, she was standing on tables in her family's humble restaurant, belting out tunes for the customers. She was not beautiful. In fact, kids poked fun at her and called her the vampire. Yeah, I I think that was it. But um, I love. That was savage. Yeah. The way that she she's literally like, oh, yeah, she's just a young girl. You know, she has a great voice, but uh, she's ugly. <laughs> you know what's funny, though, about this, like, Barbara Walters interview? It's like, you know, Celine Dion at this point in her career, you know, it's just sold so many records. Yeah. Just, you know, Vegas, just my heart will go on. It's all after this. Yeah, and, no. <laughs> you know, Celine Dion is like one of the greatest vocalists of all time. Yeah, like she's already up there in like iconic status at the moment, like when she's yeah. interviewing her. Yeah. And uh, Barbara Walters just cuts to the chase. Mm-hmm. She was just like, so you were ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. I like, I love that energy. Yeah, totally. But Wow. I know. I was, like, a little shook. Because it's, like, literally, like, oh, we haven't even gotten started yet. And she's, like, yeah. It's very, like, the library is open. The library. Like, Barbara Walters put Mm -hmm. on her reading glasses and just threw some shade. She really did. She was on Drag Race in that moment. She was, like, you got a snaggle tooth. You look like a vampire. Yeah. (laughs) You were ugly. And, like, later in the interview, isn't she, like... Well, you fixed your teeth. Yeah, then she you got could. a bag and fixed her teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Brie? I mean, good for her, you know. Um, I didn't think her teeth were that bad. No, I mean, but bad. I get, you know, you're also, she's like, what, 12 or something? So, like, yeah. who knows what teeth are, you know, coming in, coming out. She could have gotten some braces. She could have gotten, yeah, who knows? I'm not here to judge, you know. Yeah. I mean, she's got a beautiful voice. I also think she's really pretty, like, just in, like, her face. You know, you don't agree. I will not disrespect goddess and queen of the universe, Celine Dion, like that. Of course. Man, I was thinking about Celine Dion this morning, literally. Why? Because, okay, I was in a spinning, like, not a spinning chair, but like, um, like a desk chair. Okay, yeah. And did you ever, as a kid, because of the music video for that's the way it is yeah oh my god when she's like spinning around in that desk chair so i don't know i just every time i see a desk chair now (laughs) and i like sit in it i just have the like urge to just like sing that one celine dion song and pretend i'm in the music video there's nothing wrong with that good that's allowed but i love the idea of like falling down a youtube rabbit hole yeah and just 
looking up random shit. It's oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was the vibe. Uh, but can I play a Barbara Walters oh, clip? Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Okay. So I'm going to just preface this just by saying Barbara Streisand. Yes. I never related to her more. So. microphone <laughs> nikki's almost knocking over the equipment over here she's really getting into it it's great if only this was a visual podcast i wish We're, we probably will work up to that at some point we will well what what was i doing Brie? what what could the audience you were not see raising your fists in the air and shaking them in triumph <laughs> i just have never related to a description more yeah i know i love that <laughs> the perfectionist you know, it's just kind of like, I would, I would run the local movie theater if I could. Yeah, for real. I love it. It's a vibe. Directing, starring, all Produced. being hands on, everything. Me. Gotta I'm, be in control. Mm-hmm. My inner Julian Casablancas is coming out, you know? I feel that. Respect. Yeah. You know how he like, for the first couple Strokes albums, he was just like telling, I like love the energy. I just picture you know, gorgeous Julian Casablancas telling, like, all his bandmates, yeah, you know, you're great at your instruments and stuff, but this is how you're going to play them. These are the songs we're going to do. Yeah. And this is how we're going to do them. Okay, guys. <laughs> yeah. God is, like, walking <laughs> For real. The audacity. But you know what? Yeah. No, I'm here for it. Um, That's how I feel about a lot of things. Like, on the inside, you know, it's like, yeah, I... I want to be in charge for sure. I can tell. Okay. So like Brie and I, we have literally known each other practically our whole lives. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And I was about to incriminate us, but then I said no. No, no, no. (laughs) We're ageless beings. Exactly. 20 something years. We're we're in our 20s. But so I feel like I'm outwardly like that Leo energy of like leader or just like that Barbara Streisand, like, I'm going to write, produce, direct, and tell you what to do and be constantly in control. Yeah. I feel like you're like that on the inside, though. Like, literally. On the inside, yes. Like, literally, you will be quiet (laughs) as a mouse, but Uh inside, you're like. I'm like, yeah, everything around me, it's like this, it's like, if I could put a visual, I'm trying to, like, think of, like, how to put a visual to it, because it's like. Uh, you know, it's just like um, your Arthur fist, Arthur gets, fist like tightened. Yeah, it's basically and it catches fire. You know, love it. You turn into you go from the Arthur fist meme to the Elmo in the and flames the Elmo. meme. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you to for the, like getting what I'm like the visual messages I'm sending you. I feel you, and then it ends up as the Kermit the, flailing meme. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yep, that is the progression for sure. So. Something else that happened this week yes, was, okay, so a couple months ago, it was official, official that Greta Gerwig was doing the Barbie movie. Yeah. I know for some time, they thought Anne Hathaway was going to be Barbie. Right. I was kind of stoked for that. But wait, wait well, can I say yeah. something? Yeah, go okay. ahead. What about um, Amy Schumer? Did you hear about that? She was being the first choice or something? Yeah, I, I, not, not in my narrative. I'm okay. Just you're gonna, just cutting that out. I'm okay. gonna choose to um, forget, disregard that. Forget, you know, what is it? Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. I'm just gonna. Oh, is that like the three G's? The three G's. I'm just gonna be like, mm, she's not my Barbie. Okay, not my Barbie. Yeah, but uh, or a Barb. No, not <laughs> not a Nicki Minaj stan either. So, but 
the new Barbie film, they yeah. are going to go with Margot Robbie as Barbie and Ryan Gosling finally signed on as Ken. And I know for it's a official. while it was official because I guess he was the first choice. Ooh. And with scheduling conflicts, Ryan Gosling kept, you know, turning it down, turning it down. But now he's signed on to do it with Margot Robbie. Wow. And I feel like it's kind of hot. Yeah. No. Like, Margot Robbie is one of those people. I don't know if you know this about me. I'm sure we've talked about it at some point. But yeah. Margot Robbie is my girl crush. No, she's gorgeous. Like, sometimes I get ticked off looking at the screen because she is so beautiful. I agree. So. Yeah. No, I, I have a girl crush on her. Like, she's gorgeous. Like, her entire face. Like. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Ryan Gosling is probably one of the best actors of our generation. Yeah. No, for real. Like, he's been in so many things. And he always looks gorgeous. And who doesn't like him? Like, who doesn't have a crush on Ryan Gosling at this point? If you don't, GTFO. True. He's like the internet's boyfriend, too. Yeah. All the memes. But Ryan Gosling, is it so weird that, like, on paper, like, it makes sense for Ryan Gosling to be Ken. But all I can picture is Ryan Gosling in Drive. But wearing oh. an ascot and oh, like and murdering people as Ken and then coming home to Barbie as Margot oh. Robbie. Oh, no. Yeah. But, that's, uh, that's an interesting narrative. No, I am really curious about how Greta Gerwig is going to like take this and spin it. You know what I mean? Like, is it going to yeah. be really realistic? Yeah. Like, is Ken going to go murder people at night? Like, what is what does he do for a living? And and what about Barbie and all her careers that she has? How does she balance them all? I, yeah. Like, to your point, Greta Gerwig, you know, Lady Bird, uh, the new newer Little Women. Yeah. It's very, you know, like, G- Frances Ha, is, Greta Gerwig is such, like, an indie queen, an indie director. And, yeah. like, she's working with Noah Baumbach for this script. Isn't that her husband? Um, yeah, they are. And he's did the squid and the whale. Yeah. And he's also in m- the mumblecore genre. The, yeah. And, um, so it's so weird seeing these indie directors who are acclaimed and all this, but they're getting a big budget with these A-list stars to do Barbie, which is such a, yeah, you know, such a commercial thing. And I, I don't, I am very intrigued, but I don't know what to make of it. Like, I'm, I'm like, I don't know what this movie is going to yeah. look like. And when you try to look it up, it literally says plot undetermined. So, like, Do they you don't, know? Yeah, it is funny. Yeah, because it's like there's no real, like, we, we just don't know. But um, I know that Margot Robbie's like, one of the producers, which is interesting. Um, But still, that I don't know what that exactly says. I don't know. All I know is if Greta Gerwig, Margot Robbie, Ryan, Go- Ryan I'm Gosling. I'm there. Yeah. I mean, I'm I definitely would love to see it just, just to... You know, sure. see what it's all about. I mean, also get her take. Yeah, Greta Gerwig. Anything. I'm like yeah. opening night. She's my Marvel movie yeah. at this point, and great actors. <sighs> totally. So, so what else has been new, Brie? Okay, well, did you know that the Joe Bros are gonna have a roast on Netflix on November 23rd? Just in time for Thanksgiving, a good old roast. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what you do when you get together with your family. You roast them. You I know? mean, in our family, yeah. We roast all the time. We never stop roasting. <laughs> that's how I, like, love people, though. If I'm not roasting you, like, if I'm, like, too nice to you, yeah, I don't love you. I Yeah. I mean, I I like to be roasted. I have a tougher time, give, like, being the roaster, but... It, I'm practicing my roasts, you know? I think I'm getting better at it. You are getting better. You know, with time. Yeah, with time. You know? Um, but uh, have you ever been to a roast? A real roast? No. Have you? <laughs> yes. Okay, so my freshman year of college, you know, one of my theater friends, he was turning 21. He was, like, older than us. Yeah. And he rented out the theater. And we all sat there, and certain people were, like, on, like, a – like a roast panel and they roasted him and like i was included in one of the jokes and like Whoa. it was fun Wait, did you get to actually like say something about him like you no. oh man i was just like in one of the jokes okay and I was like, well that's oh. still cool so wait he chose to be roasted he did and i'm like okay part of me is like oh that's very like narcissistic 
But that's also like me. That's like also a vibe. I feel like that's something you would do. You'd be like, come on, guys, roast me. And then you know what? If we didn't roast you, you'd be so upset. You'd be like, guys, don't you love me? Like, (laughs) I know. I'm like, why don't you? You don't love me. You didn't pick out the one single flaw about me that's going to hurt me the most. Yeah. What are you? Are you monsters? I could see that going down. Yeah. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing um, the Joe Bros get roasted. Yeah. I'm open. I'm it, open to it. It looks cute. I mean, I'm kind of here for it, you know. Um, it's nice seeing them branch out into something different, you know, like a little comedy there. Also, I want to know, is the bonus Jonas going to be there? Oh, isn't he like... Like a nihilist um, TikToker or something. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't want to put like words in, in anyone's mouth. But I think he's like a big thing on TikTok and is like very like anti everything. Everything? Even like his brothers? <laughs> I don't know about that, but maybe that's, fame. that's what I've heard on the wow. streets. I'm going to have to look into that because, yeah, I don't know. It just got me thinking, you know? Yeah. Well, like that's something I'm late to the party on. Like, the Jonas Brothers, I've, like, since I w- we were, like, 13, yeah, I've kind of just, like, fallen off that train. I know that they're back. They're back. And I know that as, like, a millennial, zillennial cusper, I'm supposed to be really excited right. that the Jonas Brothers are back. Yeah. But, you know, like... <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird seeing them back because it's almost like they didn't leave. I mean, mm-hmm. we know they did, and we know Joe broke off and had his own thing. And, and Nick Jonas was way more successful. Yeah. And Kevin, we, you know, he settled down or whatever. He lived his, his life. Hey, pretty... I enjoyed his reality show you know, on E. It was, it was actually good. It was kind of nice to see a different side of him and then, you know, realize, wow, we're all really judgy for thinking he's ugly. I mean, it might be true, <laughs> oh my but God. he deserves happiness, you know? His wife is beautiful. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was my takeaway. I was like, anyway. wow, okay. Sorry, Kevin. Roasted. Roasted. Brie. You're like, well... I know the roast doesn't come out until the 23rd, so here's my roast. Exactly. But speaking of the Jonas Brothers coming back, or been back, doing a roast. Yeah. It's time. It's, we've led up to this point in fashion. Yeah. It is officially time. I know for a while we were teetering, like, are we still in the 90s style, you know? era early 2000s we are officially in the y2k aesthetic oh the early 2000s renaissance and i know this now well because of blue marines spring summer collection 2022 and because popcorn tops are back okay yeah popcorn tops popcorn tops popcorn everything from what i've seen from what you sent me Uh, like it's not just the top it's the bottom it's the all around it's on the head it's like a hood (laughs) it's on the arms it's popcorn everything and i'm here for that you're here for it yeah it's like i wish that we had like something of that you know we could just have our whole body in like that popcorn top material because that is so fun to me oh my god i mean you know what i'm not gonna lie brie yeah popcorn tops look good they do i don't know who decided they didn't but i remember it was an embarrassing thing to wear them at a certain point and i don't even know if i have any of my popcorn tops but i wish i did do you no i don't but i remember you like Circa 2014, I remember putting on one of your popcorn tops and seriously considering, because it was time when you were, like, cleaning out your closet and I, yeah. like, could have anything, basically. I kind of regret not taking your popcorn top. Oh, man, I also regret not taking my own. But yeah, you know, I mean, if you, if one of us had it, at least we could wear it, you know. Could. However, could trade off. True. I mean, I just did see on Vogue the Dua Lipa popcorn top, okay. which is so different. It's like a little bit more of a halter top, a little I bit don't more. Know if I saw this. Did, did I'm you send me this? Show one? it to you. Yeah, I'm gonna show it to you right now. I miss this one. It's it's like I don't know. It's a crop top or a halter. Did you say a halter top? It's like halter and like neck. Yeah, but it's like very short, like a sports bra, and it's popcorn. almost. And she pairs it with a blazer. Which I know Dua Lipa. Oh, mm. This is almost, you know what this kind of looks like, though? What? This looks like those little spiky balls. That, it uh, does. Those stretchy, like, bouncy ones that you could get at, like, Walmart that were trendy for some reason. It that they're, does. Like, those infl- you know what I mean? True. The plastic 
just I don't know what those are called. But. Oh, and she has on like tennies, like silver, like millennium looking silver tennis shoes. And she's wearing a blazer. I kind of like it. I mean, I like anything Dua Lipa is doing right uh, now in fashion. Same. Like, I love how she just, like, she kind of spearheading her and Bella Hadid or, like, spearheading the whole Y2K renaissance. Yeah. And I, I just love it. I, I mean, I've It's going always, on all around us, I feel. Oh, it's true. I mean, you know what? I'm not here for, like, the Von Dutch hats of it all. Oh, you're not? <laughs> no. But I am here for, like, the blue marine, like. You know, Mariah Carey, like, VH1 Divas, like, butterfly top. Yeah. I'm here for, you know, that Blue Marine's new collection. I'm here for, like, just the fun bits. You but know Louis what? Von Dutch, what? Um, I'm here for those belts. Like, the, like, um, I think it was um, Olivia Rodrigo, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't she have, like, the head-to-toe butterfly look? Yes. Right? And so she has, like, the halter top. But she also, like, the pants have butterflies. The jeans have butterflies. And then she has this butterfly, like, belt. It's like a metal oh, belt. Of, belt. It's like a chain of butterflies. And they're giant. And, like, they make a statement. And I'm here. It reminds me of something that I definitely would have worn if I was, like, 12 or 13. Totally. Like, I love that the Y2K fashion's back. I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to start wearing my... Uh, little butterfly clips and yes, uh, you should. call it a day. You know what I'm sad about? The, what? the butterfly clips that I bought at Target, one of them came apart. The glue was not strong enough, and that really bothers me. You know, Get it together, Target. Early 2000s glue yeah. was just stronger. It I was think. a lot stronger. It, that would never happen. Which also, do you remember the um, my butterfly clips the, that I remember? The ones? Yes. With the oh springs. My God. They yes. were like, like just like a pin. Uh-huh. With like a literal like a 3D butterfly. Yeah, right? no, I immediately when I looked in your eyes, mm-hmm. I was like, I know the one she's talking about. Yeah, those were so fun. They'd they'd just kind of bounce around and be like boing and just like kind of as you walk, they're just kind of there. Like, yeah. I love it. But speaking of fashion, yeah. Fashion moments. Yes. And speaking of Halloween, which just happened <laughs> yesterday. Uh-huh. Two worlds colliding. Yeah. Witches. witches. <laughs> I know, here we are, our main topic. So I feel like there's so much to say about witches. Yes. Obviously, you know my angle. I, I do. love a fashiony witch. I love a vampy Morticia Adamsy oh, Maleficent yeah. witch. But when you presented this topic to me. Yeah. I You were not into it. <laughs> I have to be honest, I wasn't into it. I thought to myself. I don't like witches. You literally, you're like, Brie, I I don't know. I mean, I mean, witches is kind of like your, th- or you said yeah. something like, you're like, that's your thing. I mean, you like witches. Mm, <laughs> me, I don't know. And I'm like thinking, but you like, you subscribe to the aesthetic. I do. The witches are my aesthetic. <laughs> I am a pale, dark haired human being. It's a, it's my culture. Yeah. I also am like very woo woo. So, yeah, I, you know, you cannot deny Nick. <laughs> I am not, you know, like doing pagan rituals or anything, but I have um. carry, <laughs> I carry around crystals, I kill men, you know, I you know, love witch shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but that's what I think of when I hear witches. It's honestly that like vampy, like, quite frankly, like, badass woman who's yeah. just just murderous oh yeah but uh what do you think of when you hear witches i mean i definitely i do think of those things um but recently i've just i've been thinking a lot about kiki's delivery service for some reason it's been in i think in the zeitgeist uh, somehow unless Mm -hmm. it's it's just my algorithm because it (laughs) it, it, you know it was on my youtube it made me think you know like how is it relevant now and then it came out you know on hbo max and i just gotta say that is not the right version of Kiki's Delivery Service. I mean, maybe for some people it is, but I was really angry when I watched it because there's like three different versions or something mm-hmm. out there, which I did not know. But, well, okay. Um, so let's... So the first one. Yeah. 1989? 88? Um, I want to say it's 89. I'm pretty sure. Right. And that's a... Japanese one like yeah they had a the Japanese timeline of Kiki's delivery yeah. service okay well 
I hope I'm correct because I'm going, <laughs> I don't have the notes for this. So I'm just going off my memory, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it was 89. And then they had the Japanese version and an English dub. And then in, um, was it I nine, think it's 98? 98. Yeah, 98, they, Disney released another English dub. Mm. So that's the one from our youth. Yeah, that's the one from our youth. That's the one I remember. I have the VHS. Um, but yeah, they changed up a lot of things. And um, Phil Hartman was like the voice of the cat, Gigi. No. And it added so much character to the movie. And another thing they did, they had um, they had new songs and everything. And so it was kind of Americanized, I guess. You know what I mean? What they thought people would love. And I, I think it worked, you know? I mean, I love Phil Hartman. And I know this is one of his, is it after he died? So it's yeah. like a posthumous thing. I think they dedicated it to him at in like the begin. Like they have like a message either in the beginning or the end credits that's like dedicated to Phil Hartman or Aww. something. And he does a lot of ad libs. That's what I remember from Kiki's delivery service is just yeah. like Phil Hartman because like you know I love Saturday Night Live even as a kid. So yeah. And then I didn't even remember this, but you sent me this like that soaring song yeah apparently it's a bop and also sounds like the legally blonde song it sounds exactly like the legally blonde song i mean yeah it sounds literally like perfect day like they all they did they took the same tune they just put different words on top (laughs) so yeah i mean i'm not really sure which one came first but they sound exactly the same so but it is a bop you know i remember that song i remember the beginning of that movie and the end had really they had bops. See, that's interesting because, like, well, my – and I don't know if it's, like, it's on the borderline of a witchy movie, but my Miyazaki film, my yeah. favorite is Spirited Away. Yeah. No bops, though. No Even bops. the Americanized – you know, I know the girl from The Ring, Samara, does the voice of uh, Chihiro. Oh, snap. That's crazy. I do know they have, very like – Halloween-y. Yes. They have, like, an American cast – no bops though no bops but yeah but no go ahead oh no no i was just gonna ask you because you're like the kiki's delivery service aficionado sure like so there's all these versions of kiki right right but from my understanding you cannot get the 1998 version anymore yeah here's the thing so the one the so when they i think it wasn't I want to say 2010, which is kind of Mm -hmm. a random time, but like they re-released the Disney version and they didn't tell anyone. And basically what they did, they tried to make it more like the Japanese, like original version, which, Mm -hmm. you know, nothing's really wrong with that or anything, but they took away some of the music and replaced it with, you know, some Japanese music, which, you know, that's fine. They took uh, away a lot of um, ad libs, though, from that both of the actors, like uh, both, um, well, it was Kirsten Dunst that played the did the voice of Kiki, the Disney version. So I think they just took away a lot of the dialogue from her and um, like Gigi. So it kind of, it feels a little bit empty and there's some more quiet scenes um, instead of filling them in with music. Cause mm. I don't know. That's, that's how it was originally supposed to be. So they were, I guess trying to be trying to honor how it was, but it kind of like, if you've grown up watching it a certain way, you kind of, get used to expecting like oh this is where that dialogue is oh yeah he makes that joke or kiki says this back to her parents or you know there's some type of music that gives you a vibe in the moment but it feels it just i watched it and i literally like my heart dropped towards the end because the ending is also different they change the ending which kind of changes the meaning um so yeah like but it is interesting because the 98 version the ending like gg he kind of learns to because him and Kiki, you know, they talk to each other. Like they're BFFs. They're BFFs. Yeah. So at the end, like, there's a certain point in the movie. I mean, I'm sure people who have seen it know, but like, you know, she loses her ability to talk to the cat. So mm-hmm. at the end, she gets it back, or like, you know, she's able to hear him again. At least in the '98 version, but not in the 2010 version. Oh man. And, that's, and not in the original uh, movie either, or I think in the book. Like, it's supposed to be, I guess, like a rite of passage of sorts, mm-hmm. and. She's growing up. It's like symbolism, but like, yeah. I don't I mean, know. That's a lot of like Miyazaki's films yeah. too. Like Spirited Away is kind of the same kind of like message about growing up and going from, you know, like a, yeah. like a little girl to, you know. No, for real. girl. But that's still, that's lame. 
Yeah, it's pretty lame. Uh, especially, like, 98 was still, like, the Disney renaissance, too. Yeah. So I think our little kids' minds are so nostalgic for for that. Because, like, Kiki's Delivery Service, you know, it was put out by Disney. Yeah. But just the, the feel of it was a lot more Disney, which, you know. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's probably, like, if I, and I do know, I mean, I think it is kind of my favorite Miyazaki movie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But... That being said, I'm like, wait, well, it is kind of Disney, you know, when you think about it, because you're right, like, Spirited Away is like, it has a certain vibe, like, you know, kind of what to expect, like, it's not going to be maybe like, um, everything's going to be perfectly tied up or something, you know, there's going to be yeah. some lessons, but I love it. And I mean, like, maybe that's where, like, I was like, oh, I don't know if I like witches because, like, I loved Kiki as a kid. Yeah. And, like, I know it's, like, in the zeitgeist right now. Like, I've heard a couple people talk about it, and I've heard the argument that people love Kiki's delivery service, especially right now, not just for the nostalgia, but for the cottage core aesthetic. Okay, yeah. I think, yeah. Okay, tell me about that because that's what I associate witches with sometimes, which is why I was like, oh, I don't vibe because, like, cottage core ain't my thing. I know it's your thing. Yeah. So please kind of my thing. Explain cottage core to me. Okay. It, I don't relate. Well, I'm late to the party. The opening scene kind of explains it all because she's literally like laying on a hill. I mean, she does have a radio, so I don't know how that factors into cottage core. I mean, I think <laughs> I think it works, you know. But yeah, just laying in a field in kind of like a I don't know some type of dress of sorts, and your hair is blowing in the wind, you know, just just vibing. You got a you live in a cottage, you know. <laughs> Maybe you make some spells and potions. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Kind of like you're secluded from the world, you know? You're kind of, uh, I don't know, out out there in the wilderness. But it's pretty, you know? There's wildflowers. So, so it's aesthetic. So, Brie. Yeah. That brings me a lot of anxiety to hear about that. <laughs> really? And as an extrovert, that just makes my skin yeah, crawl. The, the look that you just gave me was like, <laughs> you looked offended. And I'm like, um, okay, this sounds relaxing to me. Like, I just want to retreat to my cottage, you know, like, leave me alone. Like, get out to my swamp. Yeah, get out to my swamp. Donkey. I don't know. Yeah. Like, and that, yeah, that I'm like, wow, I want to be out in the world with people. Like, my anxiety, like, there's nothing. There's no, we'll see, internets to keep me warm. Yeah. Well, see, this is another thing about Kiki that I love, though, is that she leaves this cottage core like town where she's grown up in to go to a big city or a bigger city of sorts, you know, to kind mm-hmm. of find herself and to be independent and all that. And I think that always spoke to me, you know, because I don't know, as a kid, sometimes your hometown's just kind of boring for a mm-hmm. while, you know, and you want to you want to see the world, see what's out there. So, I mean, you're not gonna grow unless you see the world so yeah i think it's got a good message i think so and i think like that's kind of the thing not just about witches but like see like i'm a big rom-com yeah watcher like lover yeah and so it kind of i love coming of age films yeah so i love that whole idea so like practical magic is yeah right up your alley a brie yes oh my god i want to bust out some midnight margaritas and like get down with my sisters you know we should that do that witches. that we should be fun also oh you look like a young sandy b just saying thanks <laughs> thanks like, for you, real you and um my mom's facebook friends <laughs> seem uh, to think so oh yeah but True. I, I will take that as a compliment for sure so thank you brie no problem but no i you know, when I think of witches, yeah. I'm, like, drawn to, like, the high fashion, like, killing men kind of type of witches or, like, just spells but, like, in a different way. Like, it's more like Kate Bush meets Maleficent is when, like, I vibe with witches. Because okay. witches to me are, like, self-possessed and ambitious and they don't rely on men or, or pretty much anyone. Yeah. Like, they have full autonomy over their bodies and over their life. Which, Definitely. like, in Practical Magic, those two women, I mean, they kind of, like, Thelma and Louise oh, yeah, themselves they, out of that Nicole Kidman situation. They but, do. But I love that. And they're friends with their darkness. Yeah. No, you're right. I think that's pretty cool to be friends with the darkness. I mean, that's a lesson in life, too. <laughs> I don't know. I think so. But I think 
also like my moon is in scorpio yeah so i feel like that like that's a part of me yeah i could see that yeah but no like practical magic is one of my favorite witch films it's a good one because it combines like sisterhood with like a love story mixed with like some iconic fashion moments. Like, it's very 1998. Yeah. But Sandy B's kind of cottagecore. Not gonna lie. You know, yeah. <laughs> she kind of is. And I'm here for that. I don't know. The, like I said, the cottagecore just really speaks to me. I don't know what... But it is kind of, I guess, to your point of being, like, independent and, like, don't need no man or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Sisters doing it for themselves. Which, that's in the trailer. Have you seen the trailer yes, recently? No, I watched that trailer. Oh my gosh, it is so good. And it's like that announcer guy that's like in all the trailers. In a world. Yeah, the in a world guy. And what else? There's another song in so, there. So this is too good. This is Chef's Kiss yeah. of tra- movie trailers. It's like, did you know that there's sisters doing magic or whatever the inner world guy says and then it starts playing bitch by meredith brooks oh yeah and then it transitions to sisters are doing it for themselves and you know it shows like the scene of like the girls in the kitchen with the the aunts yeah just like dancing and making midnight margs Mm-hmm. I love it. You know what? I feel like they make it look more like a comedy. And they I do. Guess, but it's it's actually more of a drama, I think, in my opinion. I don't know. It really is. Well, like, yeah. It's I don't a- remember laughing that hard at that movie. I just remember being invested. And, like, maybe there's a couple moments that are kind of funny, but it's not like, no. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Yeah. Um, Practical Magic is not a f- funny movie. No. But I vibe with it. Yeah. Have you seen, like, lately the meme, too? Of the practical magic, where it's like they're dancing, they're doing the midnight margarita scene. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead of like that song, it's uh, everybody in the club getting tipsy. <laughs> oh my god, have gosh, you seen no. that? Oh my god, I gotta send the, that to you afterwards. Okay, yeah, please do. But uh, it's great. And you know, I you know, I think being raised by primarily strong women, I think that's yeah. why I love practical magic so much because you know, there's like a bond there and. It's not all about, like, men. I don't know. I dig the witches. They're not, I mean, in my witchiest thing, (laughs) they're also not really, like, that, you know, I don't know, prominent, I guess. That's an interesting thing, though, because, like, until we've, like, talked about witches. Yeah. I would have never really thought about that aspect of it. Yeah. No, I definitely think, I feel like it's all about, like, women, like having their own yeah like you said like autonomy and like some source of power it's like you're in control you know like mm-hmm. you're calling the shots you're casting the spells you you know like you're tapping into a source of power or like you know maybe something you didn't know you had you know i think also like you know like especially when you're more into like spiritual stuff or like woo woo stuff yeah like they're always like or at least whenever i get a reading from like a healer or something they're always like you know tap into your feminine side yeah and like i feel like that's that's kind of like what witches do you know and then they murder you and then they murder you (laughs) yeah but uh but yeah it's just so interesting that i've never really thought about that before we started talking about it but any other witches tickle your tickle your broomstick yeah no i um i think of like well, I don't have a lot to say about her, but um, <laughs> I watched a lot of Sabrina the Teenage Witch mm-hmm. as a kid, you know, as you Same. do. And there's like a theme, you know, with witches and like cats yes. and talking cats. And see, I think that's also what appealed to me as a kid because like, I was like, you know what? I want to be a witch. Like I saw Kiki. I saw Sabrina. I saw Matilda. I mean, I know she's not technically a witch, but I feel like we can maybe count her because she has powers. Witch light. Right? You yeah. Know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel you. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, the idea of talking to a cat, like, I'm like, I, I always had cats around and I would talk to them, but they wouldn't talk back. So <laughs> I was like, if only they could, you know? If only you were a witch. If only I was a witch. Yeah. I was really trying to make it happen, you know, for the longest time. I figured... You know, one day I would just maybe if I if I tried hard enough, you know, if I concentrated hard enough, I could just maybe I'd really fly on a broom or 
slam a door in people's faces or something. Were you the type of gal that was waiting for your Hogwarts letter? I know I was. Yeah, no, 100%. I was convinced. Like, there's so many films and shows that just convinced me that I could be a witch. Um, Another one probably was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Willow, she she becomes a witch. Um, Yeah. Is Willow the gay one? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she's kind of gay. Nice. <laughs> Just a little bit gay. <laughs> and that's okay. Oh, yeah. You know? But no, I think it's part of the, the vibe for me. So Yeah? <laughs> yeah. What is what is your vibe? I would say just like cottage core, awkward, and a little bit gay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that for you. Yeah. Not to sound like Alexis from Shakers Creek. I, no. I love that for you. <laughs> Um, I love that journey for you. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a journey. I think that's what appeals to me, too, is, like, the witches that just don't have it together. Mm. I feel like I can relate, you know, because it's, like, they're struggling with things, like, confidence and things like that are, like, you know, you see, like, kind of their internal struggles. I'm like, oh, man, me too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I-, I think, like, the more and more we talk about witches, though, it, like, yeah. fascinates me that, like... You like the witch before story, and I like after, the after like, society yeah. has done them wrong, and uh-huh. they're like, I'm just going to be, like, the femme fatale, like, the baddest bitch on the planet. Yeah. And, and see, I love that witch, too. It's like, that's the one I'm aspiring to be. You know, I'm not there yet. I probably, I might not be that witch, you know, but uh, respect. See, and I'm like a fake it till you make it kind of girl yeah so you're you're going all the way so i'm like maybe i'm not there but i'm gonna pretend i am until you believe it yeah there you go but no like for me like you know like all those like madonna quotes of, like, yeah you know power is being told like you're not loved or being told no and being yeah. okay by it or you know like you gotta ask her you what you want you know mm-hmm. like all those things i feel like that's what witches are they're just madonna's madonna quotes i think you're right no, 100%. I was reading, like, all of those quotes, um, like, that whole list of Madonna quotes, and it was like, yeah. I mean, is she a witch? I mean, I feel like yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, she's... Chances are. For sure. I mean, she's powerful, and she's, like, you know, she's lived a, a long time. She looks great. I don't know. I'm, like, I think she's tapped into something. Like, I think so. Yeah. I love Madonna. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to sound like I didn't mean to call her old. I'm just saying like she's <laughs> eight. <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, like Botox and things exist, That's but true. I think I think she's doing some spells. Maybe. I her like, her body looks great. I've seen her like isn't she now on Instagram taking baths all the time and stuff? Yeah, something's in those baths. Crystals. Mm-hmm. Spells. Exactly. That's what bath I'm saying. Salts. Bath salts, yeah. <laughs> but uh and then also witches, like, make me think of, well, like, the 1960s. Because the 1960s, oh, you yeah. got the Adams Family. You got Bewitched. Oh, yeah, Bewitched. I totally forgot about that. That was so iconic. Can the you, little nose wrinkle thing. Can you wrinkle your nose? I don't know. Am I doing it? No. It's very difficult. But, like, I would love how she'd, like, wiggle her nose and it'd just be like, Yeah. No, I wish I could do that. But no. True. No, and, like. I think with witches, both of us yeah. love the love witch. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I haven't even seen the love witch, but I love her because, like, just the whole aesthetic of it, like... I've seen enough clips where I feel like I've seen it. Yeah, true. But, um, no, I love, like, the 1960s, like, horror camp. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I don't know. She's great. Like, the love witch. Yeah. You know what else is interesting love. to me? Because she... I think part of her story, like, I'm pretty sure she actually is looking for love in a way, right? Mm -hmm. And her powers, it's almost like her powers are, like, somehow a downfall in a way or something, right? Or, yeah. I don't know. And, like, she kind of has to use, well, she decides basically to harness kind of her powers or whatever's wrong and to, like, I don't know, she's... Hurt people hurt people. I think that's why she's, like, killing men and stuff. Yeah. Or to gain some power back. True. Yeah. But uh, that blue eyeshadow, though. That blue eyeshadow <laughs> is everything. And her, like, coral lips or whatever. Yes. And the dress. I don't know. Like, I still think, 
I, I want to like transform you into Me? the love witch. Yeah. <laughs> with like makeup. I think like you already have like the look. Like you could totally be her. We just need some blue eyeshadow on you Thank and like the right lip. But well, I do have that about face blue uh, blue eye paint. So yeah, we got to make that happen for mm-hmm. real. We will for sure. And I mean, like that's kind of the thing about witches, at yeah. least for me. It is the fashion, the fashion about it. Like when I think of witches, you know, I think of all those pop culture witches and practical magic and yada yada. But I also think of like, you know, the Martine Sitbon, you know, 1993, yeah. like fashion show. Like I think of like Kate Moss basically in that 90 silhouette, but also wearing like a witch hat for some reason. Oh, yeah. Those witch hats were really fun. Like, yeah. Can we bring yeah. that back? Like, having, like, a veil over your hat. Like, that's such a mood. But I'm going to play a clip because Helena Christensen was in that 1993 fashion show. Yeah. Um, Also looking like a total goddess. But she says a quote where I feel like that's witches personified. It's just that's what a witch is to me. Yeah. So I like, I think of, I think that like for both of us, and yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but like, it seems like I know your like cottagecore aesthetic meets my like fashion. Like you're, yeah. we're like, it's like two ends of the spectrum, but yeah. Like I'm the rock and roll, the you're the coin. hippie. Yeah. It is kind of like that. No, I feel that. And it, I think what she says is like, like, what, I, what did she say? <laughs> Like, it was like taking control of their life. Yeah, like wanting to do something and become something and believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's like the main takeaways that what we admire probably in the witches that we relate to. Probably. I mean, do you think like on like a subconscious level that maybe maybe just like because we are coming of age or yeah. we're in our Saturn return right now, we're, you know, going through a lot of a lot of like like a witch plot ourselves like yeah do- no it does seem like that some days especially when we're holding on to our crystals and hoping for the best you know <laughs> for sure you know <laughs> saying those mantras or yeah whatever but but i you know it is interesting to think about why both of us have gravitated towards witches and how like i personally thought it was different like i was like oh brie likes like, she's a Hermione, and I'm, like, oh, a Maleficent, yeah. but... And, yeah, see, and I never felt like a Hermione, but I, like, I do feel very much, like, like, I don't know, like, this Willow character, or Kiki, and just to give you, can I give you some context? Yeah. Some of her personality, because I don't know how much you have seen Buffy or have watched the show. I have seen lots of clips, and I have seen, like, the first season, but honestly, like, I was way more into just Buffy and not the storyline. I was like, I gotcha. Ooh. Yeah. No, I went, vampire, through a, but. I went through a phase. Like, I watched it and then I rewatched it as, like, a teen. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, basically, this I thought this was really funny because I was like, oh, this is, this is kind of relatable. But um, they talk about her early life. And this is Willow? Yeah, this is Willow. It says she had a bad birthday party pony thing when she was four, leaving her with a fear of ponies. At some point, she developed a fear of frogs and spiders. After watching Snoopy on ice, her dad took her backstage, but she was scared and threw up on Woodstock. Relatable. <laughs> yeah. Um, it says, uh, well, she became best friends with the Alexander guy. You know, that's not that important, but <laughs> it says on the first day of kindergarten, she cried because she broke a yellow crayon. So, like, you kind of get an idea of, like, she's, like, kind of like a weenie or, like, you know what I mean? Like. And she's, like, a computer nerd and stuff. And then, like, she eventually gets so much power, though. It's almost dangerous. But she almost, like, destroys the world or something with her powers. Do you <laughs> but feel I'm, like, like goals. <laughs> Do you feel like that? Like, like what? Like, I could destroy the world with my powers? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, um, like a plucky, like, girl who, you know. I feel like I related to her most. I definitely didn't feel like, well, because I, I, I thought Buffy was so badass, like stabbing people with like no fear and everything. But like Willow was always like, she was very afraid of a lot of things, which I feel like I can relate to because like, 
Yeah, everything terrifies me. I mean, <laughs> I love that though. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, eventually she gets confidence. I think that's another thing that I like about like certain stories about these witches. Like for me, I'm like when they find themselves and get kind of more confident, you know, and like hone their craft and. You know, it is a lot about that. Yeah, it is. I think practical magic too. Like they touch on that a lot, you know, and just well, and the power of sisterhood too, for sure. And yeah. I mean, you know, I think also with witches, like witches always trust their intuition. Yeah, and they always try to like with me. Like I've always been someone like you know me even as a little kid. I had some like self confidence. Yeah, like leader of the pack, like so much self-confidence. And then like I felt like society told me basically like like shush, like girls can't be that much of a leader or that, you know, like just a subconscious thing of being like, you should probably just Mm. tone it down and be quiet and you shouldn't have that much self-confidence. Yeah. So it's like knowing some things like all along, like I feel like a witch story yeah. It's always something like they were born with or they know. Yeah. And then they try to hide it to be quote unquote normal. And oh, then yeah. they reach a breaking point. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like the witch story. Yeah. That, no, it really, I think it is. I, I think, well, because I was like, I was doing some research. Well, obviously, yeah. you know, I've been researching on with a lot of different witches. But um, I think that's what's different too about Kiki's delivery service is that she never hides that she's a witch. It's like accepted, at least in that, I don't know, in that yeah. story, you know, but so many stories, it's like, yeah, the witch is like, it's always like a secret kept or something like for some reason. Yeah. So. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I definitely came around to this like witch idea. I'm glad we got yeah. to talk about it. I know. Me too. I was like, wow, Nikki's just like, I don't understand why she's like <laughs> against talking about witches. I mean, she's holding a crystal right now. Like, it's little- <laughs> I'm like burning my sage. Yeah. And, like, like, you know, talking to my crystal and I'm like, I don't know about this witch stuff. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't, don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great though. No. And I like, I'm fascinated because I've known you forever. Yeah. I've, you know, my whole life practically. And yeah. I feel like, you know, last year was such a hard year. We've had a lot of changes. Yeah. And like, you know, we've always like a likened herself to a Rami and Michelle or whatever, like the best friends. And I feel like definitely, I feel like as a kid, we bonded over witches, maybe in different ways too. Yeah. But like there was always that bond. And I'm like hoping, like just like talking to you a lot more and having these discussions. And like yeah. we have some episodes coming up. Like, oh yeah, we it's do. the hopes that we're like, oh, we're kind of two ends of the same coin or i think so yeah well this is what i realized too like just going over like our doc and stuff i was mm-hmm. like wait a second like once i did some of my research on the things you wanted to say about witches i was like wait are do we have like similar points like the, you know <laughs> what i mean it's just like in a different uh vessel different vessel yeah yeah it's pretty dope no and that's awesome yeah well i'm trying to think what else is there to say about witches not really. I mean, witches are cool. I think, you know, bust out the pentagrams and, you know. Yeah. Blue oh. eyeshadow and some skulls and, you know, <laughs> have what? a grand old time. <laughs> what? No, I agree. Um, I think it'd be fun if I found this quiz uh-huh. and it's which pop culture, which are you? Let's do it. I I want to know. I want to see how accurate it is because now that we know what kind of witches we identify as. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if I'm a... Uh... If I'm Kiki and you're like a Morticia. Yeah. Wouldn't that be hilarious? I, well, that was kind of like that one quiz that we took with um Gossip Girl and I got the evil one, Georgina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, who did I get? Like Serena or something boring? I, no offense to Serena. No, I think, yeah, I think so or something. I was like, I don't know. But maybe that one wasn't accurate. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I know. I'm so Team Blair, though. It kind of pains me that I could be a Serena. I know. Uh, but okay. So this Pop Sugar quiz, there's choose a mode of which transportation yeah. Oh my God. The bubble though. So there's like a broom, a bubble, a ship, a train, a vacuum. Yes. And oh, an old car. That's kind of fun. I'm going between the bubble and the car. I'm thinking the car just so I could wear one of those scarves around my neck. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to pick the broom until I saw the bubble. The like bubble. I'm awesome. thinking the bubble. Like Glinda. Yeah. The Good Witch. Definitely. Um. It says if you could cast a spell for yourself, what would it be? World peace. 
true <gasps> love, eternal youth and beauty. You know what? World domination. I, I am a vain bitch, and I want eternal youth and beauty. I, <laughs> I appreciate that honesty. Um, just call me the mom from Tangled. For real. Um. Yeah, she's a witch. I mean, she is. Yeah, we could talk about that. <laughs> and also share. It all comes back yeah, to she, share. Exactly. And share. Yeah, she definitely gives me those witchy vibes. Also, has she sh- ever been? Wait, what? She, was she a witch? In- Witches of Eastway. Yeah, there which we, we go. didn't even I talk it. about. We didn't talk about that. Oh How, my we, god! Wow. Well, I've never actually seen the original Witches of Eastwick though. You haven't? You haven't seen Cher and Susan Sarandon and no. Michelle Pfeiffer? I've Pfeiffer? only. I've not seen Michelle Pfeiffer, but I've seen um. I just saw a few episodes of that reboot they did when they did like the TV show. They did you know? a TV and, show. Yeah, you didn't know. That's a travesty. Yeah, I mean it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't that. I don't know. I didn't follow it enough, but I think it had Connie Britton, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, but she's great. Yeah, and I I can't remember who else to be honest, but I I just remember her being there. Um, but then when I found out that there was like it was a movie, right? Yeah, with Cher and. Susan Sarandon, Susan Sarandon, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Those are 80s? all iconic ladies. So Ugh. I, you know what? I've got to add that we're, up to the watch list. We should watch that together. We're watching it together. It's, we are. It's, it's going to happen. We'll have the margarita, um, midnight margaritas. Yes. And watch Witches of Eastwick. Yes. The Scorpio season, baby. Yes. But what annoys you the most? What annoys you the most, Brie? Um, I'm torn between... Oh, honestly, being out of food is so realistic. Like that annoys me. Like, it really does. Else. Like honestly, um, but also when things don't go your way is a little relatable. A lot of these things do annoy me. Can I you mean, guess mine? Um, bratty kids? No. Um, ignorance? I don't know. When things don't go your way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these are all funny though because they're all annoying. But yeah, I'm gonna say being out of food because I think that would be it for me. Colors. Hmm. Pick a color. I'm. Almost thinking orange. Pink. It says, what's the nicest thing someone could say to you? <laughs> you're so young. You're beautiful. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. You're so smart. You're so cute. You're so funny. Oh, man. I'm going to say smart because a lot of times I feel kind of dumb. Like if no. someone, I know I'm not, but you know, like, actually, I don't know. If someone actually said, you're so smart, I probably would think like, oh, they're being sarcastic. Like, shut up you know <laughs> who just says that or like you're so sweet like that could be condescending um that is true i mean but, all of these could be condescending though let's be honest yeah you're so beautiful no one well i don't know uh, i'm gonna go with smart because insecurity <laughs> what is the worst thing oh my god i took mine <laughs> wow you look really tired. Oh, that's that's. T- I hate that's when people say that to me. You're a scatterbrain. Wow, rude. You talk too much. Have you gained weight? Wow, these are all. Those be fighting words. These are all fighting words. Um, so while you continue the quiz, yeah, I took mine. Oh, you're already done. Okay, so mm. I don't know if she's a witch though. I feel like I have a beef with pop sugar. Oh gosh. See, and I was I had a feeling something like this would happen. <laughs> okay, let me like. Well, I'm going to read mine. You know what? Go ahead. Yeah. Tell me who you are. They think I'm Ursula. <laughs> Ursula the Sea Witch? From The Little Mermaid. It says, you have a big personality and a dark, sinister sinister sense of humor. You are irresistibly charming and can be very convincing, especially when it comes to getting what you want. Ooh. Like Ursula, you use your sarcasm, flamboyance, and flair for the dramatic to strike any deal and achieve any goal. <laughs> Wait a minute. You typically prioritize your pets over people. Your pets over people. Well, joke's on you because I don't have any pets. <laughs> Nikki. What? Do you think that that's accurate? You know, it might be a little bit. You know, like when she transforms herself into, she actually, you know, when she's really attractive and, mm-hmm. and goes after what she wants and nothing can stand in her way. I mean, I feel like I've seen that mode in you like sometimes. <laughs> I don't think you're like, you know, maybe you just have like the potential to get a little, little Ursula. Nice. A little bit. But I don't know. Nah, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, poor unfortunate souls. Yeah, that is so fun. Honestly, she's iconic. Yes. I mean, she can do anything and snap her fingers. I'm kind of jealous. Who'd you get? Um, Oh, my God. <laughs> I got Hermione. The one I said I don't I told even you relate to. I told you. No, me. I'm not Hermione. It says you're incredibly smart mm-hmm. and always have the answers. That See, that's not true at all. 
I don't know. I go to you for answers. Aw, thanks. It says you're fair, honest, and passionate about what mm-hmm. you believe in. Like Hermione, you're not afraid to assert yourself to your friends or invoke a little sass when you need to. <laughs> you do a little bit. I have a little bit of sass. It says you always have the best intentions. Yes. Oh, I try. I mean, I do. But I, do. yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe this isn't that accurate. No, no, no. It's totally accurate. You are all those things oh thanks i think it's because i said smart though like when they're like oh what's the best thing i think that was probably they were like uh hermione you know i don't know i like i think you're hermione you really think so yeah i I take that as a compliment i guess but i I don't on the inside just know (laughs) i feel like uh actually i don't know what other witches are even on this list yeah it doesn't say but uh I mean, maybe Matilda. I think you're more Matilda than Hermione. Yeah. I feel like I can relate to Matilda a lot more, you know? Yeah. But uh, I, ca- I guess you I can't know. be mad at it. I mean. Nah. Also, Ursula's pretty powerful, Nick. That's true. She is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not angry about it. She's a diva. I like her. She is a diva. But, so, yeah. I think that wraps up our inaugural episode of late to the party man i'm kind of sad it's over already me too (laughs) so we're gonna sign off here but yeah um be sure to follow us on socials we are the the late Late to to the the party Party pod (laughs) on instagram and we will we'll be back soon yeah thanks for hanging out with us yeah thank you bye bye